Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score. Got to have a little fun, Grotes. Got to be able to, you know... You know, chuckle a little. I know you, you don't know on, what's man. happening, but you know. oh no, I had no idea. I mean, you really built this thing up, so I I want to be excited, but I'm also a little on edge. I'm a little I'm sitting up in my seat. You know what I'm saying? It's called the tease, my friend. Hopefully. We have all suffered from your tease. <laughs> and six seventy the score dot com in Odyssey Station. Yes, this is what we've been working for. Hey, Gross, but you were hot for the corner, though. I, I was corner, hot for the corner. Was... Double G with the rock to the rack, tote it and a foul. Ah, uh, you know, I have my total poll of favorite people in the world. Tyler Buterball just stepped himself up. Gabe and Grody right here on 670 to score. So glad you guys are listening. A beautiful Monday in the city of Chicago. And I do say beautiful, not because of the 15 degrees. That, eh, January in Chicago, it is what it is. Beautiful day in Chicago because the sun decided to break curfew today. And stay out past 5 o'clock. Mm. Mm. Did you notice that as you were coming in? Nope. Didn't notice it. What I did notice was the biting cold was back again. And as per usual, I underestimated it. I think that because of that one Bears game that I worked on the sidelines when it was 14 under, <laughs> when you endure that for literally four hours outside, you feel yeah. like you can hit. You get cocky. Yeah. You get cocky. As you should. And you forget that the next time that it's that cold, which, you know, it's not that cold but it's bitingly cold. It's not like you were impervious to the powers of the Arctic True. freeze of the great, big, beautiful city of Chicago. I try to remind people, Groats, that under 29 degrees, it's pretty much the same. So whereas you felt minus 14 degrees in a stadium where the wind was whipping, 15 degrees rolls around and it still feels bad to you because you understand that it doesn't matter if it's minus 14 or 15 degrees. It's all, it's all very cold very in those moments. It's funny when you walk out of your place, because I, I did not exit my place today. I was in it all day, in the warm, heaters blasting, and then yeah. you walk, you get all coated up and gloved and scarfed and hatted and the whole thing, and you're good for about four blocks or so. Like, you're really wow. good. Like, That's a long time. Four actually, blocks is longer than well, I would have thought. May, maybe. May, I'm sure it varies for some people, but you're literally sweating when you're, when you're in my case, waiting for the elevator to leave my mm. place. You're literally sweating it all so you're like so i'm good for about four blocks and, and then no matter what you have on no matter how yeah. protected you feel you are you're not protected for the cold and you still have in my case a lot of in my cases on this show so far <laughs> 15 minutes to go on the walk uh, so it was pretty cold it's ballsy of you to walk the whole way i always do i always feel stupid it's a 25 minute walk from my place so i always feel like it's a waste if i drive 
Yeah, you got to get the uh, got to get the steps in too. It's get the steps in. It's yeah. There's no excuse to not get that kind of exercise. Yeah, that's why we live like that's why we live in the city. We know that it's all about the walking and getting from one place to another in uh, with public transportation, bikes, feet. That's the way you live in the city. And know? it makes you feel badass. Let's be very honest. When you walk somewhere as opposed to taking the bus, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or Uber. When you're in the city of Chicago, you feel like, you know, you're better than everybody else. Well, yeah, you, you arrive wherever you're going with adrenaline. Yeah, because, like, nobody can outgrind you. And that's, <laughs> that's what that feels like in them. Are you a glove person, Groats? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Like, okay. I, I stay you away from the You don't take me glove. for a glove guy. No, because it's tough to be a glove guy or any because of your phone. Like, because I'm constantly, even okay. when I'm walking on 25 minutes, I'm listening to music. I'm listening to the score. I'm catching up on stuff. So I am, you know, all over okay. my phone. You know, with the earbuds in, so there's, yeah, I, the gloves, and I'm sure that there's, people are going to text now, there's gloves that you can use to, te- which I know you can, there are texting gloves. Of course. Right? Yeah, thin, I, I thin didn't layer. Want, they probably I didn't don't want pre- to say it, I wanted to uh, let the text messages do they, it. They, they, <laughs> they, they protect, but they probably don't protect you from the cold, do they? I mean, they've yeah, got to be thin layered. No, 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 no. Because what right. they do is, it'll be like, let's say like my, my godson, shout out to D'Angelo. He What's bought- up, D'Angelo? Yeah, he bought me these uh, like Timberland gloves. Yeah, very you know had the little fur in the inside, but then on the tips of the fingers, they have like the like the you know they'll slap some leather okay. on top of it to you know so they'll just sew that into the okay. actual index. So part they've been probably advanced since the last time that I had seen. Like yeah. I think I probably had since seen your one mom of those bought like, you some gloves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ten years they've, ago. They've been like advanced that. from that. Uh, it is Gabe and Grody. We have a really cool show for you guys coming up at six twenty. We get to talk to Joe. De Karma from Sports Talk 94.1 WIP. He's going to be able to hang out with us and talk a little bit about the Philadelphia Eagles. Then we get some Jason Anderson time, uh, host of The Zone. Uh, he'll be joining us at 740. And then at eight, in the 8 o'clock hour, one of our favorites. I think you and I kind of favor him more than most. Sam Smith uh, from Bulls.com is going to be hanging out with us. It's going to be a great show today. Fun weekend. Um, before we even get to the Bulls, fun weekend of... Just some NFL football, some good good NFL football. It's awesome watching, and we say this at this time every year. It's great watching teams with thorough rosters. Yeah, where there's that's not, what you get. At that this that time. is what you get. That that is like if you wanted to show somebody football and the way it's supposed to be run, you show them any of those teams right there. You show them Philadelphia and San Francisco, and I know San Fran had their issues in this game, but those are real rosters where there is no overcompensating for weaknesses, Mm -hmm. things like that. You know, how are we going to block this guy? Well, we're going to block them with our awesome, you're you're the Eagles. How are you going to block? You're gonna block them with one of your five offensive yeah. linemen. You know, and I know yeah. there's gonna there is help and all that stuff that occurs, but it, it's so nice to watch the symphony of football when you have real rosters and big time players and big time not big time, but but solid backups at every position. It's beautiful. It, it is beautiful, and, and you, the way you say it, I mean, because a lot of times when you're watching an NFL season, the assumption is that the Super Bowl winner is just far and above better than anyone else. As you take a step back, even looking at these playoffs, you understand that there's like six, seven teams that are just kind of up there, and then everyone else that sucks. Like, that's how I look at the NFL right now, where you think your team is good, but then once, like you said, once you watch these last couple of teams that are in the playoffs, you're like, ah, we have a way to go before we can reach that level. Hey, man, just just watching the Bears play 
like Philadelphia. I'm not going to use San Francisco because that was the rain game, yeah. and the Bears won that game somehow, yeah. and that was obviously Trey Lance the, the Trey Lance game. Yeah. Exactly. But w- watching a team like the Philadelphia just with all of those powers oh my God. that exist on it, I mean, it is it is something to see. And Defense is just phenomenal. Offense, phenomenal. Oh, my God. And they're the real teams. Like player after player after player. And, you know, I think. Who, who do you got in the big game? Just – Let's start mm. there. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, arm cross. Yeah. Arm cross that, that's, 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 that's the That's the honestly, I haven't thought about it yet. But okay. I'll do it. I'll do this for you. I'm going to say Kansas City's going to win. I'm going to say Kansas City's going to win because I don't know that you can get a – you're not going to have the benefit of injuries. Okay. You are not going to – have the benefit of getting away with your quarterback being 15 of 25 for 121 mm, yards. True, you know what I mean? True. Like, like I think. You're, but co- you're also not going up against that uh, caliber of a defense. That's true. But Kansas City, no slouch. True. No slouch. True. On the defensive side of the. I mean, you watch Chris Jones play. That dude yeah. is a is a, he's a monster. He's a wrecker. So I am. Yeah. First blush and congratulations, to everybody. You're getting to see here my pick <laughs> in real time without much fuss. Congratulations. I am going with Kansas City. Felicidades. Yeah. You. You. Um. First, I want to tell people why people cross their arms and what it means. Because right? people always say it. You always hear it. Yeah. Oh, you're crossing your arms. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what happens is you know you're. Your vital organs are right there. And so when you're defensive or you get into that sort of state where the discomfort is, you're protecting your vital organs. It's a, just a defense mechanism yeah. to block the heart, to block the organs that are right there. That's what I was trying to do. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm, before I answer this question, I'm going to block these organs. Yeah, and I didn't want to let my behavioral communication degree go to waste, so I wanted to make sure I said that. <laughs> Settle down um, over there, Lane Tech. <laughs> hey. Um, but I will say this. I, I Initially, listen, Patrick Mahomes was my fantasy football quarterback all year. So – for some odd reason, I am cheering for him to do as well as he possibly can. Because then it makes me feel like, man, I had a, even though I didn't win my fantasy football championship, damn, I had the guy. Like, I had the guy. But something, something about Philadelphia where I feel like they are more of a complete team that has me leaning in their favor. And I wish they would have had a, a, a test prior to getting to the super big game because I didn't want, you know, I, you know, sometimes when you don't face a formidable opponent and then you go up against a bigger team, you kind of, you know, miss out on those moments. But Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, big fan of that combination. Miles Sanders, I love the fact that he's, you know, not, I don't want to call it a renaissance, but playing to the level that he should be playing at. And their defense is just exceptional. And I I, I don't know, I, I hate the Philadelphia fans, but I, I kind of wouldn't hate the idea of them winning the big game over, over Mahomes because they've been there so many times. And you know what? I like watching great organizations. And guess who? Guess who's turning into a great organization the in sports? Oh. The Philadelphia Eagles. True. Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl in what was that now? Twenty Foles. The the Foles. Yeah. Season. Um, that was in seventeen eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the Eagles were check check this out. They were four eleven and one. Two years ago, which I guess really? we, we, we can use, yeah. For the Bears? <laughs> we can use, we can look at that as okay. a sidebar, because I know that the Bears bulbs are going off. Oh, the first really? thing I thought about. Oh, really? And then they won the, su- oh, okay. But for the most part, like the Eagles have maintained or sustained success as best as any team 
has in the last 20 years or so, you know, just the one Super Bowl win, but even going back to the Andy Reid yeah. head coaching days, and then Doug Peterson obviously comes in and finishes the job that Andy Reid couldn't finish, wow. and now here they are with another head coach, and it just talks about, it It shows you about the system. It shows you about the system that exists and the ownership that is in place and the general manager that is in place. It is the Eagles, whether you want to hear it or not, are a pretty damn good organization. Yeah, and let's not forget, they have the 10th pick in the draft. So it's not as though they mortgaged their future in order to have a Super Bowl or a big game caliber team. Yeah. You know, they still have some some ammunition there in the form of a top 10 draft pick, which is, geez, there was some point during the season, Groats, where New Orleans had the fourth pick or something like that, something disgusting, where you were like, oh, no, <laughs> Philly's going to get the fourth pick oh, in the draft. You're right. like, what's going on here? God. You know? But you got to tip your cap to them for being able to do those kinds of things. And I mean, what organization goes out when they've spent $100 million on a quarterback and drafts something with the drafts another quarterback with the 52nd pick in the draft as their backup? Like, not many people do that. That was pretty amazing. So, I mean, obviously. You know, that and, kind of foresight yeah. allows. Damn, I was really trying to go this whole first segment without talking about the Bears. Do you think the Bears will draft a quarterback in the middle round? Look how high I'm going. Yeah, on. They, yeah, I think that they will. Middle rounds. Yeah, I mean, you want to have somebody. Hendon Hooker. I mean, I think that the, you you just said it. I mean, they found Jalen Hurts and found like like people yeah. didn't know who he was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They drafted him in the second round, so that it has to be tempting, especially when you have the I'll say it luxury of Justin Fields that whomever it is doesn't whoever you draft. Bears fans aren't going to be calling for that person to compete for the job or play anytime soon. Yeah. But you've got the guy. You've got some security. I mean, they've got to, the Bears do have to secure themselves in the case that Justin Fields is not good. So there has to be, whether it's in the form of veterans, and that's usually stopgap, yeah. you know, Trevor Simeon, Nathan Peterman Boo. this year. Right. I mean, they'll, they'll, you it's- just. It, those are stopgap kinds of guys. Okay, yeah. the, the goes the guys restore order and then you get them out. You know, so if they draft somebody, I, I mean, I think that that would be smart. And why didn't you want to? Why was it your goal to not talk about the Bears in the first twenty minutes of the show? I don't know if it was my goal. I don't but like that. I felt I like we were. I felt like we were flowing, oh. and then I was like, I don't want it to be a crutch. Okay. And oh, so, you were, you were challenging yourself yeah, us. to not talk us, us to not talk about the Bears. And so, but well, here we are. Did I ruin it? Or? Oh, I, I ruined it. I said it. You yeah. said the Bears a couple of times, but, but we didn't really talk about it. But how could you not when you look at the example of the Eagles being bad? Just to, I mean, remember, Doug Peterson got fired. Yeah. He won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then crazy they fired the guy. How I mean, that, that? That, that's a great organization. <sighs> they, they, had the, they fired a Super Bowl winning court. I mean, and not just some guy who had won it like 10 years ago. Yeah. They fired Doug Peterson. Two years away from being the Eagles or three? Oh, Bears? Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You say, hey, man, this time you brought know, the Bears. Know, you want to add to that? Yes? Here, listen. You agree with me? Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go fold these big arms. Si- big side folded I'm, arms. Let me, let me protect my liver. Let me, look, look, Gertie. You're right. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. You're right. That's exactly what uh, it is. My, my uh, lungs are protected, though. All right. right. Well, you got two idiots until 9 o'clock. All right. Gabe Ramirez, <laughs> Mark Grody. We're going to be hanging out with you guys. On the other side, speaking of the team that we were just mentioning, we get to, uh, an opportunity to talk to Joe De, De Camera. De Camera? De Camera? You're on your own, buddy. <laughs> De, De Camera. De Camera. Tyler. Joe. I'll clarify with the one calls. De <laughs> Because I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, so I want to be like, de Camara. But oh. I know it's not de Camara. No, it's actually Camaro. Yeah. It's pronounced Camaro. These Camaras. It's all tobacco. 
Actually, um, let's talk about him after we Joe get Joe Philadelphia the guy next <laughs> yeah, exactly. on the score. <laughs> it's Gabe and Crow. It's 670 score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop. Overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast fly eagles fly on the road to I think I'd much rather if you played a highlight from the game than that. But nonetheless, you got to give so credit good. where credit's due. I got to give Philadelphia credit. As much as I like the Bear Down, the Bears fight song, like when they do that song, it's in unison with those yeah. fans and the Eagles. They the have E-A-G, rhythm. Like that. They have rhythm. Strong. It's not just yeah. the rhythm. But the strength of the the Eagles mm. chant at the end is fierce. The problem is with the Bears song, no one knows all the lyrics. <laughs> That's so true. You know, it's like a, good, a lot of verses. It's like yeah. a hit song. You just know the first, you know, <laughs> Bear Down, Chicago Bears. Zum, 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 victory. Remind me to tell you a story later about me, young Mark Rody, attempting to sing the Bears fight song on live radio oh, in Chicago. God bless your heart. Get, come back to me on Most that later. Certainly. Uh, yeah. But you know what? The team itself earned the right to sing the song as loud and as proudly as they possibly can. And now we get a representative, someone that's right there in the thick of it all, joining us right now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. He is the host of 94.1 WIP from 10 to 2 in Philadelphia. Of course, we were talking about Joe DeCamera joining us right now on 670 The Score. Joe, how are you? 
Hey, Gabe, Mark, good to be with you guys. First, I mean, like, how excited are you? Team's going to be playing in the big game. I mean, how does it feel as someone that's covering the team, but also, I'm sure, living amongst the Philadelphians? Yeah, listen, I mean, it's, it's exciting. I mean, people around here are really pumped. You know, the Eagles guys crashed and burned two years ago, and it was, it was really bad. It was 4-11-1. I mean, it got Carson, you know, booted out of here. It got Doug Peterson, who had won a title three years before that, booted out of here. So what they've done rising from the ashes in two years is really remarkable. The town's totally energized. I'll say the town is um, early goings. I would refer to it as pretty darn confident in the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, everyone understands the challenge of Mahomes and Reed and the Chiefs, but uh, the Eagles are an outstanding team, and they have, for the most part this year, throttled opponents, and a lot of people are very confident the Eagles are going to win this thing. I mean, based on what you just said about the, the Eagles being 4-11-1 two years ago and you know just completely coming undone after winning a Super Bowl, but they did win a Super Bowl. It, are the Eagles, do you think the Eagles are one of the best organiz- run organizations in, in the NFL, just even over the last 20 years or so? I mean, there's been a decent oh, amount God. of winning. Mark, no question. I mean, look, the, the bottom line is that you have a, an upper echelon. Obviously, the Patriots have defined it for the last 20 or so years, uh, falling off a little bit here for sure. But, you know, we know the teams, Patriots, Steelers, um, the Colts had a thing going, but that was really a, a Peyton Manning thing for the most part. Um, you know, you have your select group, and, and the, Eagles, the Eagles have been a strong, you know, three, four, five probably, you know, however you want to rank them in the last 20, 25 years. Jeffrey Lurie's a great owner. He puts a, a big premium on culture. It's part of why he got rid of Chip Kelly so quickly when things went south. He knew it wasn't working with Chip, and he, and he kicked him the heck out. And, you know, he's done a really good job. But, you know, first and foremost, you've got to have the right decision-maker picking the players, and you've got to have a good coach. And from, you know, the Ray Rhodes uh, move initially, which got the Eagles to two playoff spots, but not much high-end success, certainly not. But Andy Reid... Um, you know, Chip was short-lived, but two of the three years were 10 wins. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, and now Nick Sirianni. I mean, he's hired really good coaches. Howie Roseman is an exceptional general manager. The Eagles are a very, very good organization. Gabe and Grody here on 670 The Score, talking to Joe, the camera. I, 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 I look at this game, and I, like you, think Philadelphia is going to win. I'm, I'm in, I, I think the team itself is just better overall. And, and like you mentioned, they're just thrashing teams, you know, throughout the year consistently. Yep. You look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Kansas City, what do you feel like is the weak link for them? Honestly, I think it's Patrick Mahomes' contract. And here's what I mean by that. The, the weak link is that they don't have as many good players as the Eagles. Now, we can define it in different position groups. And I know that's what you're getting at. But my point is the advantage the Eagles have in this game at its core, is that the quarterbacks are near equal. Now, candidly, I would take Mahomes. I think he's better than Hurts. But Hurts is really good. One guy makes about $50 million. One guy makes about $1 million. And what that does is that's how the Eagles signed James Bradbury at cornerback. You know, that's how the Eagles stacked Mm. up on the offensive and defensive line. That's how the Eagles got Hassan Reddick. This is an advantage the Eagles won't have you know, for the, for the life of Jalen Hurts' career. I mean, he's about to get paid big money in March. But right now, they have a stacked roster with an MVP caliber quarterback making about a million bucks. They just have a – the Eagles have a better team. 
That makes sense. I, I, I didn't know where you were going with that at I love first, it, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. At, well, at guys, the, yeah think, of it, think of it this way. No Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it, yep, yeah, great think point. About it. It's, and it's not like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid didn't want Tyreek Hill on the team. Of course they wanted Tyreek Hill. But we know the deal. Salary cap. It's, it's the way it works. And if Mahomes is going to have that contract, some guys are going to have to go. They prioritize Kelsey over Hill. Hill's gone. Look, tremendous credit to Kansas City. I mean, they've gotten to this point. They might win the Super Bowl. They certainly have a legit shot. You know, I think it's tremendous what Mahomes has done. I think he's the best player in the sport. But, you know, they're, they're in my opinion, a lesser team without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and, and the Eagles, like you said, they're at the peak of their powers. It'll probably never be this good again in terms of the roster, even for the Philadelphia Eagles going forward. I mean, obviously you would know that better. But, yeah, th- this happens to a lot of teams that are in a window. You're going to have all these guys that reveal themselves as being terrific players, but eventually they're all going to have to get paid and get their own money. So that brings me to to a guy in Hassan Reddick who has been this great revelation for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a guy who, with Arizona, that he didn't reach double-digit sacks until his fourth year in the NFL when he had 12 and a half, and then this year for Philly, 16 year or 16 years, 16 sacks. Is this stuff for real? Is this just a guy that figured it out late in life and, and the Eagles are the beneficiary at this point? Yeah, to an extent. I, I think, you know, from my understanding of his early uh, NFL tenure, uh, his coaches weren't using him the right way. I mean, yeah, he was an inside so linebacker, much. wasn't he? In, on the inside, yeah. yeah. I mean, guys, I, I saw something one time that said LT in his early days in college was being used interior defensive line. That's ridiculous. I mean, you, you have to put people in the right spot to do what they can do best. And, you know, the, the reality is at some point, I guess about two seasons ago, you know, someone figured out, let's have Hassan Reddick go after the quarterback from the edge. And it made a world of difference. The Eagles got him on a good deal. I, I believe it was three years, $45 million. Obviously, he's really exceeding that right now. And he, he is amongst – he really is amongst the top defensive players in football. And he completely wrecked that game yesterday. Yes, yeah, he I mean, <laughs> he wrecked the game. I, and, and, you know, I actually specifically thought of Khalil Mack uh, watching that because you guys will remember Khalil Mack's first game with you guys. He yeah. wrecked that game. Yeah. He knocked Green Bay, yeah. Rodgers out, right? Yeah. And obviously, ultimately, it didn't lead to what you guys were all hoping. But that night, watching that game when he just destroyed Aaron Rodgers, that's wrecking a game. That's what that's what Reddick did yesterday. He wrecked the game. We're talking to Joe D. Camara or D. Camera, excuse me, right here on six seventy. The score. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. You know, I'm looking at that defense, Joe, and I'm saying to myself, "Geez, just." So many names as you go up and down the list, but there has to be a, a guy or two that you feel maybe doesn't get the, the the recognition that he should. A difference maker maybe doesn't show up in the stat box for you. Who who is that person? Probably his, uh, probably a J- J- Javon Hargrave, the defensive tackle. He's really good. He did not make the Pro Bowl. Um, he probably should have. Double digit sack guy from the interior. Also good against the run doesn't get the pub of Reddick or Slay, doesn't have the um, career accomplishments as much as Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. But And listen, guys, Hargrave is the kind of guy the Eagles will probably lose if I had to guess after this year. He's a free agent to be. Hurst is going to get the contract. Mm, go Bears. Some guys Bears. are going to go. Bears. Miles Sanders will probably not be back if I had to guess. Hargrave will probably not be back. But they've got him both at least for one more game. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. Like it sucks. Like when teams get 
Like we've seen that in this. But that's what you got to take advantage of I, it in the uh, moment. Know, that's what they're I, doing. It, it actually reminds me of uh, the, the dead team in town, and that's the Chicago Blackhawks. When year after year after year, they would lose big time guys, and yeah. they'd have to rebuild it and replenish it. But as we're talking about, like the Eagles having it, like you can trust, right, Joe? You could you could trust this team that no matter who they lose, and it sucks losing guys, that they have shown that they are able to replenish and refresh the system with without issue, right? Well, that's the hope, but it's not that simple. I mean, we just all know enough to know that, you know, you don't get too many, you know, two in a row anymore. Uh, you certainly don't get much. I mean, I don't want to say you don't get much by way of dynasty. I mean, the Patriots just did it for 20 years, but they had probably the best player of all time. Uh, it's just tough. It's tricky to do. Here's the other interesting thing for the Eagles' future. It's going to be twofold with regard to Hurts. One is, does he get injured? Mm. Lamar Jackson obviously has gotten banged up and, and has not been able to finish seasons. So with Jalen Hurts' style, you know, does that kick in? Although Jalen does a far better job than Lamar Jackson at, at getting down and avoiding some hits. He got hit, obviously, by your guy a couple, you know, a month ago or so. But he's generally pretty careful. The other thing is, will, will opposing defensive coordinators figure out this Eagles offense? I'll tell you guys, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to do. Because, you know, you know the deal. You got it with Justin Fields. When the, when the quarterback is an available runner, it's, it's a whole different – it's 11 on 11. It's not handing the ball off and playing 10 on 11 football. And, you know, you see it every week. Defensive linemen on the edge, linebackers on the edge. They don't know, am I going? Am I not going? Am I crashing <laughs> Miles Sanders? That's so true. And, and, so, and I'll tell you this, guys. You should really look at, at, at Fields and – and feel a measure of hope based on the growth of Hurts. Because Jalen Hurts was nothing like this last year. Nothing like this. And he was nothing like this in college. He, wasn't, he was light years away from this in college football. But, Joe, let me, but so, Joe, let me say know. this, though. Joe, let me say this. Because there is, listen, the big conversation in Chicago, and I literally, Grody, you were in the room with us when I was talking to Kevin Lapka. He, it, it, the big conversation is, but Gabe, but guys, if, if, if Justin could just get, you know, two wide receivers the way Jalen has a Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, then he's going to be fantastic. Do you agree with that narrative? Do you feel like that is the answer, or do you feel like the growth of Jalen Hurts has just happened organically and he is who he is because he's Jalen Hurts? Great question. Combination. Uh, it's, it's, it's neither just by itself. Obviously, A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard help a ton. But Jalen Hurts' footwork is much better. His accuracy has improved dramatically. Um, I think that the one thing Hurts always had going for him was was great. He's got a great understanding of how how to run this offense, meaning the you know the 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 ride into side, the read option, the RPO, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he, he he became a better passer. He became a better passer. That's what you got to hope Justin Fields can do by drilling down on the on the fundamentals, the footwork and then ultimately delivering the ball. And this is the key, because this is what Hurts did not have last year. On time, deliver the ball on time and with anticipation. Jalen did not have that last year. I would go as far as to tell you that his growth from last year to this year is, is amongst the most improvement I have ever seen from an athlete in any sport ever. Well, see, now that's where it gets complicated because if it's if it's that plotted, if it's that high level, then then it's asking a lot 
for Justin Fields to do something that, you know, at least in your case, was relatively unprecedented. So I don't yeah. know if it no, is I, that easy then, you know? No, it's no, it's not easy. And when I say take a measure of hope from it, notice I always yeah. say take a measure right, of hope. Right, I, right. I didn't say feel confident that Fields is going to be your guy for 10 years, right, but I'm right. just saying we saw it here. So it could happen. No, and don't think we have we don't talk about that all the time. Every I mean, day, that, all that, day. That's been a he is the model, really. I mean, there's a lot of guys that we refer to, and trust me, this whole season, sports talk radio at the score is all about Justin Fields, but Jalen Hurts is the number one guy with a bullet that Bears fans look to for hope. So you you are you're spot on with that. Um the, the one the one play I wanted to, to ask you about from from the actual game too was speaking of those receivers was the, the the first quarter when the game is obviously still very much in the balance and it looks like maybe San Fran can hang in there the the Devonte Smith catch actually this was on the first drive the Devonte yep. Smith catch on fourth and three the twenty nine yarder. Uh, leading to the Eagles' TD, the best part about that play, it wasn't a catch, and and only Devontae Smith knew it, right? So he was like, get on with the play. How important do you think that play was, and what did you think of that whole thing, the way it unraveled? Well, I'll define it <laughs> in a couple ways, but one primary way. That's a well-coached football team, and I'm talking about the Eagles, and here's what I mean by that. He knew, or let me, I think he knew he didn't catch it. He got up, he sent a signal to his guys, right to the line guys, and so he put, and Jalen Hurst was right on it, and and Jason Kelsey as the center was right on it. They were coming right down the field, ready to snap that ball, and so they put immense pressure, immense pressure on Kyle Shanahan to have to throw a flag, a challenge, without knowing. And Kyle Shanahan elected not to pull the trigger because at that point there had not been any video that that his staff could review. I don't know how quickly the Eagles got that ball snapped. If I had to guess, it was probably 10 seconds max. And that's a well-coached football team that has players that smart and that instinctive to know let's signal to each other, let's hustle, let's go. I thought it was one of the most important plays in the entire game. Amen. Well, they're definitely going to need that intelligence to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they will, and I'm certain that you do as well, Joe. Uh, good luck to you, your city, and, of course, your show, because I know the ratings go up when those things happen. So <laughs> have a great evening. All right, Joe? Thanks, guys. Take care. See you, Joe. Of course. Thanks for hanging out with us. Joe DeCamera, host on 94.1 WIP in Philadelphia. You can catch it from 10 to 2. If you download the Odyssey app, you can uh, take a listen to it right now if you side. want. You get to hear Gabe get his name right four out of five times. It was four good out of five. That's that good, dude. No, I, well, what's funny is that I yeah. I literally talked to the producer during the show and I was like, D camera, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, D-camera. like camera with D in front. Well, and then I said, D camera. <laughs> hey, how about this? Here's something <laughs> really like funny. Anchorman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I would have done the same thing. Look at the seven forty five guest from the Molly and Haw show this morning on that big board over there. That's the Phil- he's another guy. From Joe w- Gilio. Oh, oh, you know him because of BetQL. Yeah, because of BetQL. Oh, okay. You cheated. <laughs> by, you cheated by already knowing I that. I did. My bad. My bad for having multiple jobs. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Right. You got to get that down to one kid. <laughs> Good luck on that. So uh, it's Gabe. It's Grody here on six seventy. The score. Impressive. Joe was impressive. Seemed extremely confident. 
about the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I it mean, was. It he, didn't even sound homerish like I do. He he he's right about what he said, and I like the way he built it around the Mahomes the, contract. The, well, around the the rookie contract. That was great. Right? right. No, that was because you and I both looked at each other like, what yeah. the hell? What the hell is he it's talking the about? The Mahomes contract's the but, issue. But the, but the point okay. was, they are as we said, they are at the absolute. Their, their roster will probably never be this good. Like they might win another Super Bowl in the next three years, but, but it won't look like this. It won't be this powerful. It's interesting when you see that because do you think the NFL will do something about that? Because, you know, once people figure out the, the you know what I mean? The, no. It'll just be that? It's good because they like the parody. You mean try to allow figure out a system where teams can yeah. sustain success? Yeah. No, because it's been such a high. It's been a ten by parity by allowing the the lesser teams to have to whatever be two and fifteen or nah. sixteen, whatever the because it seems is. like it's either rookie quarterback that's real good on a rookie contract or Tom Brady or Hall of Fame like Hall yeah. of Fame quarterback that's just a stud. Yeah. And those are your, like that's it. That's your yin and yang. Anything else in between, like. The years of the 2010s were like a, a mediocre quarterback will then take a team with a really good exceptional defense um, to the soup, to the big game. Like, is that even possible anymore? Have, when was the last time we've seen something well, like that? Well, th- then you have to think about how urgent it is for the Bears and Justin Fields having three more years on his or two more. This He's played for two years, so two yeah. more years in the option year on his rookie contract, uh. which, you know, so you, you could say the Bears have control for three more years over Justin Fields, but there are those people, at least it was like one per. I don't want to make this into like some straw man, like lots of people are saying it. Who was it? Somebody said suggested that it might have been hub at some point in time that it would be smart to reset the rookie clock this year as in the Bears a lot of people are saying raid Justin Fields and go after you know one of the the Bryce Young um CJ Stroud you've heard Nick Wright say it from Fox Sports you've maybe heard, that maybe that's where I heard maybe yeah, that's what it was I, heard, I hate when that uh, happens. a couple of former NFL executives mentioned it that's who it was it was the NFL executive he was on Parkins and Spiegel he was the, yeah. the ex-Jets and Mike, Dolphins. What's Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. Mike Tannenbaum. I like Mike Tannenbaum. Is it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Eagles. Oh, no, Eagles. He was with the Jets and Dolphins. Yeah, and he mentioned that as well. And, you know, people, you know. Listen, I, 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 if you're a Bears fan and you're simply out here saying, listen, there's zero chance, zero, and I'm literally talking about percentages here, there's 0% chance that Bryce Young is better than Justin Fields, you got to check yourself because there got to be, there, there should be at least a 5% chance, some sort of percentage that makes you feel uneasy about Justin Fields. And that's the way so you can just keep holding them accountable for those things. And, and that's the part that scares me. Where the Bears, you know, the organization has made a mistake. We heard Patrick Mahomes' dad just a second ago talking about how he was. He thought he was going to be a bear. Yeah, We all wanted him to be a bear, right? And so, you know, the, the, the mistakes have been made before. And so where the assumption is, oh, well, the answer is trade away the first pick, give Justin Fields a bunch of – you know, help around them, and then we're going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. And, you know, that might not be the case. And I think that it's okay to have that small percentage living inside of you against hold the organization, Justin Fields, and be a realist in certain moments, but it should be a small percentage. Am I right if I ask you the following question? Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Are you down on Justin Fields right now as much as you've ever been? Because I remember at one point in time we were doing a show, you and I, and I talked about how kind of jokingly, but somewhat like I don't know how I, I was saying it, but how crazy would it be if the Bears were to draft a quarterback with that number one pick? This is like weeks ago. This is during the season, and you basically mocked me. 
you you mocked me and made and you made and you made me own it, even yeah. though I wasn't really. Well, I didn't think the Bears would have the it. number one pick in the draft. Okay, okay, <laughs> to be very fair. So yeah, and you know, opportunity costs growth by definition. The loss of potential gain from other alternatives. Mm. And if there was ever a moment where opportunity cost by definition were to be thrown and should be thrown into these scenarios, these bears, it is right now. By the way, I love the phrase opportunity cost because it's so it's so apropos for sports. I know it's yeah. economics, yeah. but but it is very appropriate so many times. What's the opportunity cost of having Patrick Mahomes? You may not have as good of a roster as the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, well said. All right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to open up the lines. Tyler, you mind opening those up for us? Of course. Awesome. All right. 312-644-6767. You heard the ending of our conversation about Justin Fields, the opportunity cost yeah. that could potentially exist with a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud or a Will Levis, whatever you want to say. So you're down on Justin Fields. I- I'm going to answer that question on the other side. Yeah. I'm not down. On, actually, I'm going to answer right now. I'm not down on Justin Fields. You need to explain yourself. Exactly. Man. I want to explain myself yeah. and where I'm at with my Justin Fields love. Okay. I want to be very clear. There's a love that exists there. Um, but we do want to open up the lines to allow you guys to kind of sound off as well. All right, 312-644-6767 is Gabe. It's Grody. It's Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thanks for hanging out with you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us, my bad. Uh, it's Gabe and Grody here on 670 The Score, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Not only are we taking calls, but we're also reading text messages as well. So if you feel like chiming in and having an interactive show, 312-644-6767 from the 630. Somebody say, rather than trade fields and reset the rookie clock, why not resign them early? 10 years, well, 10 years, $300 million. I can't even finish the sentence. Good take. <laughs> I can't even finish the sentence. Ten years, three hundred million, rather than waiting for him to demand fifty million a year later. I mean, that's what everybody wants to be able to do—to project early that greatness, to project a ceiling the way, like the White Sox have yeah, done yeah. with their roster. And are, obviously, it's not the, all the extensions that the White Sox gave out projecting futures yeah. don't look great right now, but no, that's not something that's going to happen. No. I mean, you have to go, and I was thinking about this the other day, God, it's going to be sweaty next year with Justin Fields, man. Like, th- this is kind of an odd last call for him. Dude, you know what I mean? It, it was, it's been, you know, daisies and rose petals. Next year, it ain't going to be that no. for, for anyone on the Bears. And, and not for any game either. Not for either. Eberflus, not for, you know, for Williams, not for for J- Justin Fields, not for Darnell Mooney. Not, nobody. Like, everyone's under the microscope right, next but, year. But, but especially Fields. Especially Fields. Like, if he comes out and is 15 for 22 for 149 yards in his first game Did we win? a touchdown. Did we win? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah even, even if they win. Don't okay. don't you think that it begins that early? No, that it would begin that early with people no, saying, because, "Oh boy!" Because if you're looking at Jalen Hurts, he was 15 for 25 for a buck 20, and he won. 
and he had, you know, granted it was against. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that, that Justin Fields can't be good. I'm saying that the scrutiny would begin, whereas yeah. this entire year was a pass for just about everybody. And I know that the, Justin Fields was under the microscope and there was plenty of criticism of him this year, uh, this side of his spectacular running. But if next year, if in game one again he throws for 149 yards, but does he have does he have pick. does he have T Higgins and Quentin Johnson yeah. from TCU? Like who does okay. he? You know, if he if he has if he has those two guys and he throws for a buck forty, yeah. I I, see, the, I guess I guess the issue the the trouble I'm having Groats is is how is the wave of Chicago fandom that is obsessed and in love with Justin Fields. How does that then turn over? Well, there was w- so the same quickly. way it turned over for Mitch Trubisky. There was the same wave of fandom for Mitch There was Mitch like interceptions there. There was, you know, backfoot throws there. See, all, so that, it's like, all, that, all those difficulties have existed with Justin Fields, too, okay. though. Now, okay. he, now, he didn't have – Mitch Trubisky didn't have the trick, though, that Justin Fields does. A spectacular – like, Trubisky was actually a very good runner. Very good runner. Not a superstar runner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was maybe part of the criticism that Matt Nagy deserves is that in the second year of Trubisky, they held him back as far as running. They made it made him feel like mm. he wasn't allowed to yeah. just take off anymore. They said, we want – because, you know, Matt Nagy wanted – the next uh, either Alex Smith or Patrick Mahomes on his team. All right, so. well, let's go out to the phone line and see what people are thinking about right now. Again, we got our interactive part of the show. If you want to call in, 312-644-6767. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody here on 670 The Score. Let's go to Mike in Geneva, one of our favorites. So uh, what's your issue here, Mike, with the, with the Niners and their multiple QBs? Whoop, whoop. Well, I would say, you know, Niners go through four quarterbacks in a year. And Justin Fields plays in a way that he's going to get hurt, even if he gets smarter. So I don't see any problem drafting uh, another Ohio State quarterback. Let's have him in competition for a year or two. I think that brings out the best in everybody, and then you see what you got. That's what Grody said. Have a quarterback competition from the very beginning. The issue with that, Mike, in Geneva is that no, I you just it. don't. Wait, 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 I remember on. this. Wait, you talking about like earlier this year I said that? I'm talking about what you were just mentioning a couple seconds no, ago no, about, was, about was, the Bears. No, 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 Wouldn't no, it saying, be fun if the Bears drafted a quarterback early and then had the competition? No, 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 no. I said, I, said, I, said that they, I said that they won't have to have him compete with Justin Fields yet, that you get somebody right. from the, the, let's just say, the third down the third round out, where at first there's no pressure. I like it's Justin Fields' Weren't show. You and I having conversations about what if the Bears took a quarterback with their with their top four pick. Oh, you talking That's about what saying? Oh, you're saying if they took the number one overall? He was, a he was alluding to C.J. Stroud. Oh, I'm sorry. He was alluding okay. to C.J. Stroud. So, there. Marky Mark was was miss, not listening correctly <laughs> right there. I apologize I for that. that. That is on That's me. No, no, I think that would be very interesting. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think that even let, let's say the Bears the team would still suck. You wouldn't get any trade consideration. You anything. Your team would still suck. That's the problem with that that move. If if they were to draft one of the like if a to CJ draft Stroud. quarterback instead of instead of trading it trading down and getting some other instead of trading yeah. for it right yeah, in the I know, draft I know a lineman all lineman a linebacker those three guys right. I rather those three guys and CJ Stroud well and we just talked about it with uh, Joe DeCamera a little bit earlier that well you done. have to fill it see how I nailed that <laughs> I'm one for one you know uh, that Philadelphia has with their rookie quarterback built probably. I mean, it's probably the most complete roster in the NFL. Oh, without question. Right? And, th- and that's bottom, why yeah. they are favored, right, in the gambling lines. The sure. Eagles are favored to win the Super Bowl. Um, Joe DeCamera, two for two, said Damn. confidently. I mean, there, there was no wavering 
with Joe. And I don't know if yeah. he's like a big homer, what his shtick might be. I think be. it's D camera, and you said the camera. So I'm going to say one for two on okay. that. Okay, one Got for two. Know. One for two. But he, he said, look, this is – they're going to win without a doubt. This is they. They are they're going to win because Kansas City is stuck with just Patrick Mahomes. That was essentially that was it. the best answer. Yeah, of the whole thing. that's the headline. Yeah. You definitely got to click though. You definitely got to hey, click. Tyler, make sure you put that in the podcast. And yeah. send it out yeah, for the yeah. clips. Uh, yeah. Let's go back yeah. out to the phone lines. Take one more before we go to break. Uh, let's go to Dan out in Iowa. So Dan, wh- what, what do you think? You think we're coming down too hard on Justin Fields? No, I am not coming down on hard on Justin Fields. I like the kid. And, you know, I'm tired of Mike Potterbaum. Like, I, he don't belong in an NFL franchise. That's why he gets fired. Well, he's not. But anyway, yeah. what, but anyway, Justin Fields, people better go back and realize what this kid did this year. It wasn't for Justin Fields running those yards like he did behind a high school offensive line and a bunch of high school wide receivers. You can see why he had to run for his life. He had to do what he had to do. But I'm going to tell you something. If you put him in Philadelphia's offense, they won two or three Super Bowls. Stop it. And you put him in San Francisco this year, he probably wins the Super Bowl this year. They probably beat Philadelphia. But, you know, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, Dan. I mean, you saying. hear him. You clearly don't hear no, him. No, I heard him and okay. I disagree with him. You literally, but I heard him. He, he knows you heard him. Yeah. We're doing a radio show. I, I heard him you and I disagree with him. him. You disagree with no, him. No, I, I didn't. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening. I didn't hear uh, him. I, I got you. White Man Can't Jump. Is that what we're doing right now? I got, what's that? You remember that scene? Oh, in Jump? No, I wasn't doing that. So you listen. You, say, you yeah. can't hear him. <laughs> anyway. I don't remember. Um, Justin Fields on San Francisco, they win the, they win the big game? That's a question. If if Justin Fields was on like this this so, year's I was on San Francisco this year's version yeah, of this Justin, year's version of Justin I don't think so I don't think so either yeah I mean like I, I think I, I I have always said I've seen him be a good thrower I've seen Justin Fields be a complete quarterback I haven't seen it with the Bears yet yeah. and it's all there I think it it can be there I think it exists and w- I would predict that he will get that part down but I haven't seen it yet I love the prediction. I love the prediction, and I, and I want I, I trust me I, I I can I can play devil's advocate as much as I want, but let's be very clear. I too want to see a phenomenal Justin Fields. That's all I want to say. Who doesn't? I mean, a lot of people are depending on it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to continue to take your phone calls. So if you want to chime in, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody. Your calls or your you specifically you your call next after the break at six seventy the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.